Hi, I'm Lauren. I'm one of the missionaries in Long Beach. And today the invitation is to develop or awaken the paternal or maternal love that all of us are called to express. And we have this capacity because that maternal and paternal love is already living within us. We are God's favorite dwelling place. Christ within us, the Trinity within us, prepares and empowers us to love in ways that are protective, creative, generous, and responsible. All the ways that are characteristic of a loving parent. God invites us to participate in God's paternity and God's maternity. And when we contemplate the paternal love of God, God's maternal love, we're healed of our experiences of perhaps too present of parents <laughs> or the absence of. And maternal love, paternal love gives us certainty, security, nourishment, doesn't manipulate respects our freedom, knows how to reconcile, is just, educates, and perhaps we know this now more than ever, if uh, for those of, uh, those of you who are homeschooling uh, your kids right now. And as well, that love that sustains us in, in moments of suffering. I remember when I was growing up and uh, my mom used to tell my brother and I when we would start to fight, like, stop fighting. You two are friends. When you grow up, you're going to see that he's your best friend. And of course, I would list off all of the friends that I had at the time just to, to make it the point that actually, no, he's not my best friend. But you know what? As, I, as we grew up, my mom was right. <laughs> it's true. My brother and I have become dear friends. And I do believe that paternal love really forged this special friendship we have now, the paternal love you know, of, of my brother when he became a father. And I remember when his first daughter was born, I remember him saying, I'm just so amazed by how amazed I am by her. And as well, even when his second daughter was born, we were talking by video chat, as all of us are <laughs> these days, if not being able to visit in person. Um, I still haven't met her yet, but hopefully someday soon in the future. I remember he began to bottle feed her and he got so excited. He was like, take a picture, take a picture, take a picture. And, uh, you know, I asked him why, and he's like, well, this is the first time I, her dad, get to feed my daughter, you know, because normally um, her mom would feed her. And so paternal love, maternal love, not only calls us to nourish, to protect, but as well to have compassion, to suffer with the other, to not shrink away from the pain of the other. In Luke 19, there's a really tender moment when Jesus 
enters Jerusalem, which of course implies the cross. He embraces this mission, accepts it, walks towards it, has it explained to his disciples so many times, you know, what is going to happen there with the passion. And of course they don't get it. They don't understand. And as he drew near, it says in, in Luke, as he drew near and came in sight of the city, he shed tears over it and said, if you in your turn had only understand, understood on this day the message of peace, but alas, it is hidden from your eyes. Jesus wept, cried over the city as he entered. He knows his disciples are still learning and many times they don't understand, sometimes even disconnected. And suddenly in this moment, Jesus surprises the disciples by crying. Perhaps this surprises us too. It's so human to cry, so natural, and yet culturally unacceptable for men to cry this day and age, and I suspect equally so 2,000 years ago. And when someone is speaking and becomes genuinely vulnerable, begins to cry, suddenly we as the listener begin to actually listen more intently. The vulnerability of the other is holy ground. I imagine this happened with the disciples. Their scattered thoughts became quiet. Side conversations ended. They began to intently listen to their teacher. And Jesus shares his worries, his lament for the people, for the realities he sees in Jerusalem. And he also shares how he loves Jerusalem. And perhaps he even reminds them what he said earlier, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often I have longed to gather your children as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you refused. Jesus's genuine loving concern, his tears, and this image of feeling mother hen all reveal the maternal face of God. Jesus wept, but he didn't despair. He continued trusting God who, as we know, he connected and related to as a father. Jesus is teaching us both the paternal face and the maternal face of God are equally as important. Jesus sees our limits and loves us. He knows we'll reject him, betray him, and his response, he loves us, cries for and with us. Jesus did not lose hope in Jerusalem. And like a true parent, he does not give up hope on us. Though Jerusalem meant the cross, Jesus walks towards Jerusalem to embrace our pain, to heal it, to help us to see the way to peace. Jesus looks at our cities 
our communities and, and cries. And often, perhaps we feel overwhelmed or paralyzed by the pain before us, the wildfires tearing through California right now, the situation of homelessness in the major cities, the pandemic, people witnessing in the streets fighting for their lives to be respected and valued. But Jesus is not calling us to do the minimum, to scroll through the news and give up hope. Jesus is calling us to love with our all, to answer the call of loving this world, of loving our brothers and sisters with a maternal, a paternal gaze. And Jesus is already in the Jerusalem of our brothers and sisters in the Jerusalem of our communities. And that's where we're invited to go to. What situation do you see in your city right now that would have moved Jesus's heart with compassion? Well, does move, I should say, his heart with compassion. Contemplate Jesus's tears. Who or what situations are crying out for our paternal, our maternal gaze? And whether we have biological adopted children or not, we're all called to express paternal love, maternal love. So I just invite you once again to really ponder this paternal and maternal love of Jesus. So you can find those two passages in Luke 19 verses 41 to 42 and Luke 13 verse 34. How is your expression of paternal love, of maternal love? Or if you've never considered this before, I invite you to dream how it could be. In what small ways has God been awakening paternal or maternal love within you? So let us pray for the grace to develop and express the paternal and maternal love that God shows us.